as much as possible, be holistic when you approach your life. Um, for me, um, there's the job because obviously that, that pays the bills for us. Um, there is personal development mentally, and that means not just your core technical skill sets, but um, uh, psychological and emotional skill sets too. You're listening to Wicked Thoughts, a podcast by Flair Castro. This show is dedicated to helping founders and professionals understand business trends, social media, digital lifestyle, and how to be a better entrepreneur. Let's start learning in three, two, one. Welcome everyone to Wicked Thoughts. I'm your host, Flair Castro, and with me is my co-host for this season, Miss Coney Barrientos Carey. Hi, Miss Coney. Hi, Miss Flair. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again. So I am um, honored to present to you our guest for today. Uh, she is an endurance athlete, a mother of two very beautiful ladies, and she has a 29,000 strong following on YouTube for her Rika's <laughs> Homey Space. Like, yeah, for someone Amazing. like me who doesn't cook, like, it's a good thing and it's a good channel to watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, she has been in digital marketing for 10 years. Please welcome Miss Rika Sereno. Hi, Miss Rika. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Rika. Oh, wow. What an introduction. <laughs> that was something. I had to research. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Miss Connie and uh, Miss Blair. I'm honored and happy to be here. And uh, um, yeah, I'm kind of stressed out. <laughs> but um, with the podcast, obviously, because uh, this is something that I hope you know uh, will be uh useful for your audiences and um definitely with the women's month it's, it's something special it's our honor to have you here and before we proceed with our discussion i'd like to th take a moment to thank our sponsors 30 media our very own boutique social media and digital agency based here in cebu we have aleph talent solutions of misconi it's a consulting firm that helps you scale your business effectively and efficiently. We have Grow Libro, an invoicing platform for small businesses. We have Content Dash, that app, an app to help you create social media calendars better. And of course, our podcast partner, the company, your favorite co-working space right here in Cebu. Now, for our viewers and listeners of the show to get to know you well, Miss Rika Sereno, I would mm -hmm. like to ask you, if you could describe your brand in a few sentences, what would it be? Great question. That's a, that's a bomb right there. <laughs> <laughs> I should say um, an information sponge and um, you know, professionally as a digital marketer and just a general modern woman who's trying to live a fulfilling life one day at a time. That's a great uh, description about yourself. So I heard you're an endurance athlete and it's something that I'm really interested in now. You know, we're busy with life, we're busy mm -hmm. with work, but on the mm -hmm. side, you're also doing that and being mm -hmm. an endurance athlete. How is that for you? Well, um, I was never sporty as a person. I'm never an athlete. Well, I, there were certain, certain activities <laughs> that um, I was interested in. I, I did boxing before, but I got into a wrist injury. So I stopped for 
for a few years, then I met uh, some people who are into the endurance sport, primarily triathlon. And I was like, that is a very scary and intimidating mm. sport to, to do. But I always had that itch to give it a try. And it dawned on me that I, I had two reasons for it. It dawned on me if it scares the, sorry for my French, if it scares the hell out of me, um, it mu- there must be something there for me. So, and then another reason for that was um, I had some really bad habits. Um, I've been doing work remotely and eventually that led to me picking up some cigarettes and, you know, the occasional mm. alcohol and um, I needed uh, to stop and it was a struggle to actually stop that. So my mindset around it was I need to create a system that automatically stops me or discourages me to to go back to those things. And mm-hmm. I know I'm not the type that can easily go cold turkey. It had mm-hmm. to be integrated um, gradually to my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that's right. where it came, kicked in for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, you know, go Miss Coney. I was going to ask, like, Miss, was there ever a time when you asked, like, why the heck am I doing this? Why am I oh, doing yeah, this? every day. Oh. Every day. <laughs> because obviously when you, when you go into training, um, I, I was excited for 2019 because I thought that was the... That was my debut to actually do the whole uh, tri-sport. Yeah. Although prior to that, I've had some running um, events, uh, mid-distance. Um, every day when you come in for for training, there's a level of like pain or uncomfort that you have to go to go to. And sometimes I ask my, I do ask myself that why why the hell am I doing this? I mean, I could just be watching TV. Yeah. or doing something else <laughs> but um what brings me back is the goal that i have to be uncomfortable with this i have to be comfortable with what's uncomfortable for me to get to what i want to uh get into or my goal so that's been like a constant loop mm-hmm. and no, nobody's perfect including me so i do have my slack I mean, you know my my lazy days and it's been like a learning and humbling experience um, till now, I should say. <laughs> For sure. I remember uh, Miss Blair old... and I joke, Miss, oh, remember yeah. like you were asking about um, what exercise can we do like <laughs> to tone our... <laughs> Don't our arms uh, because yeah, the vaccines are coming. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, take photos, what can we do? <laughs> and then she said, Rika said, she will be my accountability partner. And she wanted me to download an app, you know, like my yeah. I was like, oh God, this is getting I serious. I remember seeing Clary. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing Clary with that pose and I actually commented. Yeah, on yeah. yeah. You <laughs> did. I saw that. I saw that. Like the first thing I said with Mrs. Planking, because like when in yoga, Miss Flair, it will really kill your arm, especially every time you do chaturanga. Oh, wow. make you sweat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super. Wow. So, like for the for the vaccine selfie in July. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting ready for that. <laughs> it's either that or I will make sure that my Photoshop skills have leveled up because I can just Photoshop that away for sure. But yeah, uh, Miss Rika, I want to go back to the like really start. Like, did you mm-hmm. figure out? Let's say uh, I want to know. 
what, what was your course when you graduated in college? Maybe we can start with that for your story. Okay. Now, for the record, I, I'd be upfront about this. Um, I have not uh, finished my degree yet. Okay. I followed up with, uh, I was trying to pursue it again um, way back 2018. Um, and then I realized, okay, this is taking up too much of my time. And I, that was in marketing also. So business, business administration, uh, major in marketing, and it was in CIT. So that's that. Um, so yeah, so I started with, uh, with my professional work offline, and, which is a, a mix of you know, experiences. So the first uh, four or five years of my career was in fashion. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I got a fashion assistant um, job um, from one of the national brands here um, in the country. Then I got into the BPO and uh, I lasted two years there. I said, okay, that's not for me. Um, then eventually, uh, where else did I? Okay, yeah. I got into bis- uh, international business uh, diplomacy. So that was quite an eye-opening career um, mm-hmm. that afforded me some opportunities to, to do business and make things happen for people in the diplomatic space and also in the private sector so but as a as a mom obviously you have responsibilities one phone call from my mom said okay you gotta come home Uh, i remember that time i was in um where was i i think i was in vietnam that time so i was told okay you better come home because your your kids are growing up and as a single mom obviously i don't have my um, ex-husband already back then and um, it was, you know, it was an easy decision. So I had to uh, be grounded where my kids are, which is obviously here in Cebu, and decided to a profession and lifestyle that merges both. And I can also be a mom um, and be with my children as they grow, as they, you know, grow up. Because um, the consideration that I had was only two things. Either I can be, you know, sky high, um, jet setting with this career and then compromise what my formative years or I can just you know be with them and um, build whatever profession that I can build a mix of experiences that I've had throughout the years so that was like the mindset around it and that brought me to where I am now right and along the way I think you've chosen digital marketing as your core profession mm-hmm. right I mean mm-hmm. I, I understand that part because the thing that got me into digital marketing just like yourself is really the thought about you know being uh, able to make your you know uh, make a career out of it but also at the mm-hmm. same time take care of a growing family Right. Mm-hmm. So, how did sure, you get sure. into digital marketing? I'm, I know you mentioned you got into that space, but how was it for you starting up in digital marketing? Okay. So, do you remember there was Odesk before? Before long yeah, before yeah, they were, mm-hmm. definitely. They were, Is there still they, Odesk, Miss? Like, they still have Odesk. And they rebranded to Upwork. So, it was actually yes. my sister who introduced me to the platform because she used to do writing gigs there. And um, for me, I was like, okay, I cannot do writing because uh, uh, my English sucks. And I'm sure any grammar Nazi can correct whatever it is that I'd be writing up. 
So I had that level of insecurity. Plus, I didn't have a hardware. Um, I just was at a level of confidence that anything can be learned, although resources online um, was very limited. And we're talking about year 2011, 2010. Right, yeah, right. Some, sometime around that. Um, I started with the whole blogging thing, just writing blogs for people. And then eventually my work got picked up by uh, clients that I've, uh, that's been with me for, for years. And then next thing you know, you get into writing and then, okay, how do you actually optimize your blog? That's when you, you branch out to learning also about SEO. You also learn about um, all the other components to it. Okay, how do we monetize the blog next? How do you tie in a business goal to this? So um, that's where, going back to what Miss um, Connie mentioned, why I have a YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is yeah, where yeah, I constantly learn. So I had to make yeah. sure that I have a hands-on experience on what I do professionally. So that covers both web, marketing, and email, and social. So it had to be a practical way of learning for me. Um, when I, you know, when I, somewhere middle part of the whole journey as a digital. So um, yeah, that's basically where I got my footing and then just, you know, expanded the knowledge from Spend there. from there, and, yeah. Yeah. So that was that. And eventually that kicked off to a lot of opportunities. Um, mostly clients that I work with are from abroad. Uh, I had background in, in retail fashion. So I'm doing um, mobile apps for iOS and Android. Okay, I'm going to tap into these clients. And that's, that's where I just, you know, brand, um, right now I can say that I'm more of a strategist uh, rather than the... Uh, compared to like the usual like execution and all that right yeah i focus now on strategy work so i have some clients that instead of me doing the full-blown service uh for them um i just give them um whatever it is in my brain put it into a workflow and then have someone else uh, do it for them at a cheaper cost so um yeah that's that's been the focus and um yeah i guess that's <laughs> yeah oh, for sure along the way i'm just curious because you meet a lot of people you work with a lot of uh, teams for sure like in in your years of career mm -hmm. in digital marketing um i'm curious to ask mm -hmm. how is the dynamic be between working with men and women in your in your space mm -mm. okay um I'm going to separate this and then separate it again, okay? So obviously, with well, we're, I'm sure if, uh, we all can relate to this in the audiences. That most of what we do is um, online. So there's really not much, um, you know, face-to-face -face interaction. Um, at the same time, I do have my offline uh, clients too. Um, and then with those two, let's look into the, the difference between, you know, how a guy or a male professional does things and then with a female um, versus the female, uh, a female professional. So with the difference, I should say there is um, sometimes you have to look into how the person communicates, um, whether that she's a female or a male. And sometimes that 
I notice men tend to be more direct and true, there's true. okay they tend to be more direct and they, they tend to be more linear I don't want to sound like <laughs> a sexist here um, and women tend to be more detail oriented and they tend to also be more um, you know decision sometimes comes from an emotional uh, from an emotional standpoint so um, what I've learned through what I've learned from that is you know I do understand that there's that difference and with that difference sometimes I'd rather focus in on an end goal for whatever engagement that I'm in men tend to have a different type of uh, communication um, they uh, tend to be more linear and straightforward as to women sometimes um, discussions can have um, certain directions so that that is a difference wherein it plays a strength and a weakness uh, as well and what I've learned throughout the years is just developing on these strengths and weaknesses and harness it um, whether would that be in a negotiation setting or collaboration with other uh, you know female uh, team members or male team members. Yeah. 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 Um, Do you have, for example, Rick, uh, do you have a concrete example wherein you felt that you were discriminated upon as a woman? I think you might have experienced this in the workplace Mm -hmm. wherein they don't listen to you just because um, you're a woman. You're a female, yeah. Yeah. I've had that uh i should say recently i had an encounter um where in straight up i was i was uh you know i was told that okay you seem to just be walking around and you know the b word came out in the, <laughs> in the whole discussion so oh gosh what, yes yes so you know there there is a cultural difference um we have to be open to that reality uh, um, we are us um, in the philippines um, or asian for that matter so i noticed that there is still cultural um biases or assumptions um, expectations for for us and with that um we should be realistic enough in, in accepting that there is still that happening, no matter how we can say that, okay, the Philippines um, are actually one of the countries that promotes um, equality for, for women. Mm-hmm. But sadly, that's not always the case, especially if you're on the ground. Um, it's not something that I get discouraged of. It is something that I find as an opportunity for me personally to learn from these intricacies well, when it comes to our social, um, what they call this, uh, our symbiosis between the two, two genders mm-hmm. in, in the country. So um, it, going back to that situation, um, yeah, I, I had all the reason to be pissed. I could be lashing out in the whole thing. But I decided not to because another way that has helped me um, as I go through with my 
you know, with, with life and with, with profession is um, never let your emotions guide mm-hmm. you to, to uh, response or to a decision. True, true. So I had to be more um, empathetic because we don't know. The, the person who, who's saying anything uh, bad towards us or against us could be having like a rough day or whatever crisis they're going through in life and as long as you don't take whatever it is that's being talked to you uh, talk uh, or, or communicated to you personally then there's really not no reason for it to you know shake you to your core uh, these situations happen but uh, for me um, and I guess this is something that would work for other people is uh, maybe that person's just you know not educated enough when it comes to these things so let's let's not uh crucify the person um for yeah. what has happened True. um so that's that and sometimes um in fairness to men as well uh maybe they were not you know growing up that wasn't something that they were thought of um that you know there's always the difference between these two gender and how you can actually um be respectable, uh, you know, how, how you can genuinely be uh, respecting women, whether you're colleagues or your siblings or whatever, right? So that's that. You can correct, but correcting it in a diplomatic way. That's, uh, that's, that. uh, that's how I would, you know, position it. And which I actually did with my incident. And it was more of like just saying, why is being uh, that? Uh, am I being labeled as that because I I question something yeah. that needs to be questioned and probed? Because I have I have uh, identified that issue. So that's how I positioned it. And maybe you know if any woman is experiencing such um, situation, whether professionally and. Um, the personal lives that it doesn't hurt if you actually speak up and throw a question back politely if you can. So, Miss Rika, you said mm. that all these challenges about the, being a woman in the workplace, if you would advise a woman, like right now, she got called out, like she was called a bitch, like the B word. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the first thing she would do or she should do in the workplace? Okay, first things first, and uh, I also learned this the hard way, um, just keep quiet. You know, you can, you can be, take a, take a few seconds to a minute to pause. A minute, I should say, is too long, but rather than be uh, reactive and blurt out whatever it is that comes to your mouth, uh, make it a practice to just, you know, say, uh, be quiet. Mm-mm. And then what, uh, what, actually i think would be a neutral and would send a message across mm. to the re- to the receiver is just yeah. say thank you mm-hmm. so, um, thank them mm. yeah thank them because uh, going back to what i was saying earlier you don't really know if you know if, if that that person is probably just having a a rough day they've been pressured about something mm-hmm. and at times other people can be emotional when they're approached so it's always up to us on how we are in control of ourselves we have no control of other people right so yeah. that that is something more empowering for us 
So whether somebody's going to call you the B word or they're going to call you your royal highness, you know, there's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, I'm a queen. Come on. <laughs> and you better you know, remember. <laughs> so and. Uh, th- that's the safest way because it can spring both ways. Either you're going to, you know, have that. Uh, flip mindset of positive and take the compliment no matter how you how mm-hmm. how it is worded out mm-hmm. um, or you can also add a little spice to it you know um, that's another way for you to to um, answer back so this is not exactly the right word uh, right phrase but I don't know if you remember miss uh, Clary um, geeks mm-hmm. on the beach right right okay what so happened there was there? The, yeah, so this was during the Boracay Geeks on the Beach. So um, I remember a situation. We were on a round table with some of our colleagues in the industry. And this, mm-hmm. you have this kid, probably in, he was in his early 20s uh, mm-hmm. from Europe, a, de- a developer guy. And right. um, I guess it it's their personality also, being Europeans, being upfront. And the, guy, the kid just suddenly said, I thought she was a... Uh, transgender referring to me oh, because i was like what? on the table someone, so, uh, someone really said oh that oh my god hi <laughs> nako like i feel like people are just so ill-informed that's why they make comments like that yeah make them so what i did right there if, if memory serves me right i just turned it around and it was comical to the kid and i said whoa that's probably the reason um you know um, I have bigger balls than you because you can't feel yours. <laughs> that was a good one. I like so, that. <laughs> bigger balls than you. <laughs> so that's a little something. Obviously, that would require quite, quite a you know, um, quite a force to to blurt it out. I don't recommend yeah. it as much as possible. Um, but come from a just come from a position and a mindset of um, empathy. You know, so right, right. Th- that's where I'm coming from. from that, and at the end of the day, don't take it personal, mm-hmm. um, because whatever, as what I said, whatever it is that they're gonna call you, if you know yourself well enough, um, no words is ever going to, you know, put a dent on you. It's it might you know pass and it might create a certain force, but nah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. So you're saying that you shouldn't let all of these comments about being a woman in the workplace affect you that much right just keep doing what you should be doing at work um not not entirely what i'm saying is okay if it's done once give it a pass uh let it pass uh twice you can you can just be upfront Mm -hmm. and remind someone i didn't like this i didn't like how you would call me although it was comical because that's also part of setting boundaries Mm-hmm. So if you cannot, yeah, exactly. if you cannot teach people how you want to be treated, obviously that's gonna go back to you, and uh, people are just going to treat you the way they would want you to, the, the way that they would want to treat you. And if that is offensive to you, you can always just, you know, be upfront about it. It does take courage, but trust me, it will help you uh, down the line as you progress through with your career. Because there's still, for the lack of a better word, if women are being a B, there are still J's of males out there. 
<laughs> they need to also be corrected if politely and exactly. if not you can you can you know uh, you can call them out and there's really no problem for a woman to uh, and this is another thing that I've noticed I had I, I observed this situation from from one young professional who this was a team a team dynamic wherein she gets questioned uh, this is um uh, she was a so- she's a software developer. Uh, she gets questioned on her capabilities and all of that. It's a male-dominated industry. It and, is, yeah. uh, and one thing that I noticed with the male behavior is um, there's that, you know, brusco type of attitude sometimes. And um, one thing that I told her one time was like, there's really nothing wrong if you speak up. You, you acquire the same skill sets as, as these guys. So rather than you dimming your value because of whatever level of intimidation or fear, do not because you're, you're obviously teaching these guys how to, um, how to behave around you or how to treat you. So I, I hope we have women now who are more um, communicative mm-hmm. of these uh, gender biases. I, I think it's very important, Miss, because as you said, it's a very Filipino cultural thing. Like if mm-hmm. a woman speaks up, like it's not very ladylike of her and she's difficult. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Um, have you had also situations like that in, in your careers? Yeah, I'm curious Tony. All the time, it's all the time. <laughs> so I'm like used to it. Like, okay. like when somebody calls me a bitch, it happens all the time. Like, you know, it's either I'm difficult or I'm a bitch. And I'm just like, okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's your reaction. <laughs> yeah, I just okay, thank you. Or tell me something I don't know. That's it. And like <laughs> That's nothing new. <laughs> yeah. And then they quiet. Like I feel me sometimes like when people call you that or like you know, uh-huh. they try to offend you, they're trying to shake you. They're trying to intimidate you and you know, test uh-huh. how persistent you are. And uh, as you said, Miss Rick's like uh, Miss Flair, if you you know kind of show that you're hurt or get emotional. Uh-huh. then they will have grounds to not believe in what you can do and you're going uh-huh. to be judged based on your gender instead of your ability so it's like yeah don't judge me on my gender judge me on what i can do yes so if you, and sadly if you a it's, bitch, it's fine yeah and just like you know we i have another friend who i drove to to her address and then i was new to driving that time yet and then she sent me as a bitch you got to learn how to drive better so i didn't uh as an offense actually i thought you know it's a it's a term of endearment for us so this Mm. these type of state of words can mean so much um obviously it all boils down to context but um the the key message here is um women should uh let's just say for fellow filipinas should stand up also and, and say, hey, you know what? That's a violation of my of my uh, boundaries. I, I'm not going to let you do that. And then for men also, and in fairness to men, there are really men who are really uh, pro-women and they champion women. Um, yeah. Most most of my best mentors are actually men. Um, and those that need a little um, teaching or mentoring Sometimes you just have to be more, you know, 
give give them a nudge give them a nudge because these guys once they know that you've stood your ground they're they're gonna back off they're gonna back off that's one thing from from what i experienced yeah one thing also that i i read recently miss rica no that there's discrimination from men to women but there's also mm. that certain discrimination between women that is true mm. what do you think like, about that yeah that is true um also situational and we have to also be open-minded that there are just certain scenarios wherein it's heavily dominated by women and yeah. vice versa vice versa right and in that situation when women become more um discriminating towards men um i guess if i look at it from a female standpoint maybe it stems from a level of fear you also have to understand what an individual with a group actually feels about it because um, it might come off as a discrimination but you have to look into okay why are they not allowing this is um in in my situation um there was this one scenario where i talked to a client before and one thing i like about this client is he, he would get female applicants easily in a sense that it's what uh there is a preference for female candidates because according to him this is coming from this client's um understanding is that women mo are more diligent uh employees they tend to be in, in the 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 role was specifically for someone who's diligent so we had a lot of female candidates coming in um and the male was somewhat discriminated for that function so um it's something that you have to also understand that their numbers still do play a certain part to this let's say most engineering jobs are males although mm -hmm. it's good that that's you know we have females going into that space and then most of the um, let's just say nursing professions in the country are dominated by females so rather you as a person um would just you know see it as okay there there's a there's a discrimination there and are you going to be part of that or not? So are you going to participate in that or not? Because you can only do a certain level of uh, engagement from that, whatever situation that is. Yeah. I, I want to ask you ladies, like especially, you know, your strong-willed women who have, you know, worked really hard for the last 10 years. Ms. Flair says that women discriminate against women. I think, I've seen that, like there are women who judge other women for working and instead of working or cool. staying home and taking care of families. And there are women oh. who are judging other women for, you know, mm. just not working, staying at home instead. Like, like I'm, I'm sure you've come across that, Miss, because I've also known people who have been like, oh, I feel bad for your kids because you're always working. Have you, have you two ever come across that? And like, how did you deal with it? Because it happens more frequently than um previously thought apparently uh for me i i should say that what i don't recall any incident that that happened to me maybe because i've been you know i've been upfront in my when it comes to 
to my life circumstance and to those that I do business with. Um, when that, I, I guess what, what we need to also understand is um, people should not find that simply because uh, you have a role to be a mother, it's going to to take out uh, a piece of your profession because there are wonderful women who were even more wonderful than, than, than us who are rocking it and, and slaying it. Um, again, uh, an understanding of maybe they're coming from their version of that uh, reality because maybe their mom probably was struggling with a similar situation. The mom stayed at home because gave up a career because of the kids and all this and all that. So uh, another way to, to, to circumvent that is just simply saying, please do not portray uh, your reality to mine. That's how, that's, uh, do not project your reality to mine. That's how I would position my my mm -hmm. words around someone who I would encounter in such situation. Yeah, like if you choose, let's say your career over family, mm -hmm. people would discriminate you. Mm -hmm. But if you choose your family over career, there's also that same discrimination. Yeah, exactly. Like, where do we put ourselves? Like, exactly. right there, smack it's, in it's the like middle. It's like breastfeeding, crazy. miss. Like, you know, like yeah. these, like, crazy... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say crazy, but there are mommy groups who are like... <laughs> like, I have a friend who gave birth, and I felt really bad for her. Because, miss, like, you guys have had kids, right? And you know that yeah. breastfeeding is not exactly easy. Sometimes there's milk, sometimes exactly. there's... Exactly. <laughs> right? And, and it's not a glamorous thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's, then, not. And it's not. It's like, not. I think miss, she had problems because she couldn't, like, produce milk. And she was made to feel bad because she couldn't produce milk. So I told her, like, you know what? Like, if you want to feed your baby formula, that's fine. He's healthy. He's uh. happy. Who cares? But yeah, there is really discrimination. It's like, oh, you don't stay at home with your family. That makes you a bad woman. Or you don't breastfeed. It makes you a bad woman. And you know, it hurts because it comes from somebody of the same gender. Like, you know, you'd think that they'd understand better, but... It's not the case, apparently. Hmm. Wow. That she felt bad because she couldn't breastfeed. Oh, yeah. oh my god. She was I made feel to feel bad. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. We cannot control other people, and I know that there will always be people who lack the the skill sets in, um, you know being socially cautious, projecting their reality, their beliefs to someone else. So with that, um, I hope that we we learn and then we teach our kids and since, uh, um, you know, for fellow moms, we teach our kids how to actually respect someone in whatever situation. I used to, I, I used to like really blow up easily on certain situation. And when, um, as you grow older, you tend to realize, okay, it's not, maybe it's, it's, it, it's not something that I would, you know, I would pick on. Um, kumbaga, choosing my choosing our battles na lang. Mm -hmm. Kay 
basig um you know that that person is yeah na, that person is someone or society wise um, they were not taught okay let's just put it generally it's like they were not taught and for you if you know that um you know yourself and you know that you have exercised more understanding or better understanding to how people actually interact you tend to not be too emotionally attached to it so it doesn't solicit um a response anymore that's for me that's for me um if somebody's going to to say that hey you know what you you talk too much so i'm just gonna say okay thank you <laughs> i'll take note of that have a good day <laughs> Exactly. People always have something to say, right? Like um, you can't control them. You can control, uh, you know, what what they say about your your lifestyle, your work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, perspective. It, yep. Yeah, it's only uh, another thing because sometimes guys maybe do not have, um, um, you know, experience or mentors that actually tells them how to how to treat women properly right and even for for fellow women oh my god we kill each other so much like we bash each other instead of uh, lifting each other up mm-hmm. there are those type of women um maybe taught uh by their parents they didn't have mentors they maybe they you know they, their parents were absentees in their lives so uh, that's that and it's a matter of perspective the world can be in chaos but if you're in chaos, not, not in chaos with yourself then you know bahala not i wouldn't say bahala but at least it's not gonna shake you to your to your core um yeah but i'm i'm curious um Koni, is that how is that being practiced with uh, how is that practiced by the bpo industry Um, women? With, with women in when it comes to motherhood or you know maternity leave because i haven't i haven't popped one out for like <laughs> you know, 16 years like, yeah, what they what i appreciate about um the bpo industry is that there is no um it's discrimination is not as bad when it comes to genders mm-hmm. although there's still cases of it because like the higher the higher in the echelon you go the fewer women there are especially in tech It's the same for BPOs. However, mm-hmm. you know, like if you want to take a maternity leave, go six months, no problem. Um, you you want a single parent, single mom's leave, no problem. So, it's that. Like the the thing about the BPO industry is that everybody's judged based on your metrics and your KPI. Mm-hmm. So regardless if you're a male or female, if your KPIs are good, then you won't be touched. Mm-hmm. So that's like what I appreciate about um, the industry. So how does that play out when it comes to uh, when it comes naman to let's just say getting a promotion mm-hmm. and all of that? How how do women care? Um, you know, uh, the comparison between the the two genders. Like how promotion is that like when it's just let's say team manager, team lead, it's about equal. Um, mm-hmm. There are as many yeah. women who get promoted as men. 
But mm-hmm. let's say if you get to the higher positions, like let's C-level. say, um, yeah, C level, like um, program director or BPO director mm-hmm. or site director, that's when you get fewer women. So, like the higher in the the higher the in the organization, right? the higher you yeah, are, the fewer yeah. women are there. Like, yep. yeah, Simon and I had that um, conversation. Like, because I was like, you know me, and I'm like, uh, this is not fair. And Simon said, "Here, I'm about to say something very sexist." And then he said, it's because like women, they have families and they become mothers and they have to take care of their family. So they're not as driven to like go up the the corporate ladder. Whereas mm-hmm. men, like, I don't think we put as much pressure on men to be mm-hmm. around or as hands-on mm-hmm. as women. I mean, mm-hmm. we've noticed that like for you ladies, like you're working, you're working women, you have your own businesses and, you know, you get judged for it. But, you know, if you were men, like you would not get as many judgments because, oh, yeah, you're a man. You have to you have to make a living for your family. But it's different if you're a woman, apparently. Yeah, it's different from a woman uh, that I agree. Um, it's also different for for men. And this goes back. Uh, this goes back to how we are actually designed as genders and way before technology and modern life came into picture men were um you know out hunting providing for for the food mm-hmm. women were the homemakers making sure that the men come home with food and um you know a, a space where yeah, they can, exactly. can relax right so uh, put that in a situation modern life we're in there's equality already. Women can vote and women can do so many things and all that. Um, males, uh, males pre- the, the pressure on men also, to be fair to men, is they are, not, uh, you, they are not valued if they cannot provide. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. They are also not valued if they cannot make a decision. Um, there, there's a different uh, version of this um, um challenges and expectations and sometimes let's just say in my part in my case as a single mom i have to play both in a lot and with a lot of women as well um the world right now both male uh, men and women who are single parenting so um we have to be more um you know i guess it's a personal thing for you, mm-hmm. if you want to be on a C level, what yeah. is your what is it that you really want to achieve? I mean, I'm gonna be the next CEO of this company, so I'm gonna be staying here for 15, 20 years until my retirement age. If that's if that's what you want, go ahead and do that. And obviously, people are gonna be raising their eyebrows if 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 that is part if that is your goal. If your goal is to all to just be okay, I'm just gonna be a middle manager because I want to balance my 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 family life and my mm-hmm. career, and that's okay too. You know, uh, yeah. we. Sometimes our versions of success are not really the versions of success of other people. Mm-hmm. How come some people exactly. are happy to just yeah. to just you know stay at home? Other moms are just happy to stay at home because they have full trust in their husbands to provide for them, and that is their dynamic. And ha- some exactly. some couple dynamics is okay. We're gonna work hard together because we're gonna build our empire um, together, and that's their dynamic. So um, us. Also, as we perceive people and, and the environment around us, um, we also have to, to look into 
uh, if it's really something that we are just projecting out of our own beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. So, Madam, um, Madam, talaga, no? Miss um, Rika, <laughs> I think it it's also good that uh, you gave all these uh, tips on how to really make that micro decision that will affect not just your life, right, but also uh, your family. So maybe uh-huh. as a as a quick wrap up also, because mm-hmm. I think this is a perfect way to end um, the discussion. Is how do you position? yourself to win how how will women or how should women position ourselves to win in the workplace mm-hmm. okay so understand your goals first because your careers can change you know you you might have this degree and the next thing you know you're shoved into a, a different environment we're in where that's where you're actually good at or you suck at um it's not so once you have an understanding of uh, your goal um you break it down obviously if you can achieve them uh, by milestones or whatever when it comes to to um working with with people around you um going back to what we were discussing with the gender biases and, and all that which is very which is a very you know a realistic uh situation um i would suggest rather than not rather but aside from having a career is you look into the other components of your life is there something else that fuels you aside from your work do you you have a hobby do you have a side project that that puts your mind somewhere else and then gives you a different perspective of, of life in general. Um, if you can uh, get into a healthy uh, habit um, because nothing beats um, having a healthy mindset when you actually, when your body is actually on your optimal um, version uh you don't tend to worry so much about the menial things in life oh that that colleague of mine just said that to me today i didn't like what happened <laughs> somebody just slammed the door in front of me and you didn't even know that there was they actually slammed but the, they just accidentally slammed the door uh on you and did not do it on purpose so um as much as possible, be holistic when you approach your life. Um, for me, um, there's the job because obviously that, that pays the bills for us. Um, there is personal development mentally, and that means not just your core technical skill sets, but um, uh, psychological and emotional skill sets too. Um, and then have a hobby. And um, daming end. Um, and also health and fitness. If you can, I mean, if you can't really be so active, at least be just manage the the health side because that, it really does play a part. And in my case, I avoid sugar already because I've noticed that my body, once I consume too much sugar, <laughs> once I consume sugar, it really does affect my mood. So um, that's where I'm coming from. And I know it's not for everybody. It has worked for me. And um, hopefully it can also work for someone uh, too. Yeah, that was a great advice right there, Ms. Rika. So um, just a quick 
maybe wrap it up, wrap up your wicked thoughts in one word or phrase for women. In oh, uh, for another women thing, by the way, yeah, Madam Flair, sorry, I forgot to mention this, which I think it's no, very important. Also, uh, choose your relationships. Oh, because, yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah, choose your relationships, uh, not just professionally, but in your personal life. And if you're single, um, because sometimes we, 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 how we are performing with our individual professions are heavily impacted by the personal concerns of our lives. So you, you had a breakup or you, you got into a toxic relationship. That's something that you have to look into. And I also learned that uh, as I age. The hard way to do, for sure. <laughs> Maybe that can be a diff- uh, another episode later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was really helpful, Miss Rika. Like, I'm sure our listeners out there, women such as ourselves uh-huh. and those who want to break into digital marketing or have a you know better balance. I don't mm-hmm. know if the word balance would make mm-hmm. up for it, but work and life, you know, putting that mm-hmm. together. I'm sure it's uh, they would learn a lot from you. So, if mm-hmm. you could describe your wicked thoughts in one uh-huh. word or phrase for the women, working women. Right, uh, working moms in our community. Uh, what's one word that you can describe them? One word to describe w- wicked women. One phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, working women such as uh, such as us, right? In the community. <laughs> okay, this is one thing that I actually got from a very good thought leader, and you, I, I recommend that you guys check her out. I follow a lot of of these thought leaders. Um, uh, this is from Lisa Nicole, um, and she had a famous line that struck me, which was, never dim your light. And right. it's not really a phrase, uh, but what she said was, um, so this is not me. I have to find out my phrase for now, and I'm sorry if I can't answer you directly, Flair. Um, if they can't take your brightness, let them wear sunglasses. True. <laughs> That's really nice. <laughs> Don't so, dim your light. Yeah, so that's one. That's one of my favorites from her. And probably I'll circle back to you once I have that phrase because that was a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Miss Rika. That was a wonderful conversation. Wonderful, wicked thoughts from you. So thank uh-huh. you so much for being our guest this afternoon. Thank you, Miss Rika. Thank, thank you, you also, ladies, Miss Connie and Miss Blair. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Miss Coney, also Thank you, for being Blair. a wonderful as usual, right? And thank you to our sponsors, uh, 30 Media. We have Aleph Talent Solutions, Grow Libro, Content Dash that app, and to our podcast partner, the company, do use our code Flare, F L E I R E, for your free four hours trials on their regular days at the co-working space so do feel free to visit them and thank you most especially to our viewers and listeners till next episode of wicked thoughts thank you so much bye 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 guys bye that wraps up this episode from wicked thoughts make sure to subscribe and join the host on patreon at patreon.com forward slash flare that's patreon slash f-l-e-i-r-e for exclusive content tune in for more wicked conversations right here at wicked thoughts